0: Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembri. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down to earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Welcome to episode 69. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am blessed to have you listening to me this week and I hope you have had a beautiful week and a beautiful month. I know that this year in particular has been a crazy one for a lot of people, if not for everybody in the whole world. It's, um, well, where are we? It's officially, well, it's nearly August. Um, and as I have seen so many memes coming out on Instagram say, welcome to level eight of Jumanji. (laughs) It's like we're in a bit of a crazy, crazy whirlwind spin of a year, isn't it? And, oh man, I can, I can completely relate and agree to that so, so much. Um, my year has just been insane and, ah, I've just had the week I wouldn't say the week from hell. I was going to say that. I'm like, no, that's not even true. I've just had a week that has really given me some beautiful opportunities to step up and to really exercise my compassion, my understanding. Um, It's been a week where I have been given an opportunity to really exercise strength and leadership in business and in decision-making and I've had to make some different decisions around business that have really, you know, they've they've left me with a bit of a heavy heart. I had to postpone my personal development retreat, which is meant to be happening next weekend in Byron Bay because of COVID. And that really, really upset me. Number one, because I just hate feeling controlled and I hate feeling as if, um, things outside of me are controlling me and they are at the moment, which sucks for many, many people. But number two, because I just absolutely love and crave connection and I had been looking forward to it and I had been dying to make that weekend so epic. But we have pivoted again um, and we're doing new things and we're bringing something super exciting to the virtual world next Saturday. So we're doing something super, super cool, but it's all under wraps um, until I share it over my Instagram this week. But this week, as you guys know, if you listened to last week or the week before, or if you've been following along with my journey at the moment, if you're brand new, I'll give you the rundown. Basically I record my podcasts every week. i try not to pre-record. I normally record week by week. And the reason for that is because I don't really do interviews on here. I did a few in the beginning, but this is a podcast all about me, all about what I can teach you guys and all about what I can share. And so I go week by week. And at the moment I am in, you know, full blown figuring out life, have recently separated from my husband, um, figuring out what co-parenting looks like and running, you know, uh, seeming to be quite very, well, very busy, almost booked out, um, getting to be, to be, I don't know if you're calling it a medium-sized business, but my business is, is booming and I'm loving everything, but I'm crazy busy and going through so many emotions and so many ups and downs. And some days I'm I'm like, I've got this, I'm in flow. I feel so free. I feel so feminine. I feel so in alignment. I'm so excited about what's to come. And then I have these other days where I just, you know, I, or these, these stages or these moments where I just feed into that little inner mean girl inside of me that says all the negative things that you know, do not serve me. Um, I have those days where I just feel immense sadness and confusion and wishing and hoping for what was and wishing things were different and worrying about the future and about the kids and about what everything looks like. It is not a fun thing to go through a separation. Um, and to the credit of my of my hubby, um, he has been taking everything in his stride and showing up in a really incredible way in so many different ways. So we are both trying really hard to keep our focus on our children and not get our let our egos and our past and all the reasons that got us to this point be brought up again and again and again. Um, I've had so many people reach out to me and so many people talk to me through Instagram and through social media uh, as soon as I announced and, you know, had said, oh, I'm going through a similar thing and really wanting to kind of delve into details and, and obviously talk to me about what they were going through or just, wow, I can't believe it. It seemed like you guys were great, a great couple. It seemed like everything was fine. And I know that to be honest, I'm really aware that there's a lot of people that are really curious and want to know all the details and want to know what happened. Um, and as time goes on, I am definitely going to share more and more with you. But what I'm doing at the moment is I'm super mindful of my emotions and, you know, what I put out here on the internet, what I put out here on the in the podcast world, it's here and it's permanent and it's available for anybody to listen to. And I do often think about my children, obviously, and I think about the fact that everything I do in life, um, you know, especially from now moving forward, my focus is leading with love and my focus is to lead with love and to have ultimate compassion and understanding for people, something I haven't been good at in the past. And, you know, we've like, we've all made mistakes and we've all done silly things and, We've all had moments where we've said things or we haven't been nice to the people we love or we've just gotten lost along the way. And so for me, as I move through these different stages in my life and as I explore how I want to share, my main focus moving forward will not be to share things because I need to you know, um, do a pity party or for any reason that's going to make me feel good or any reason that's going to get me attention or ratings. I'm sure that there's a lot of curiosity. It's just, it's natural for people to have that. Um, but I'm taking it week by week and I'm really, I'm really cautious and I'm really mindful of, instead of just talking about my experiences because, you know, any, I can do that anytime with my girlfriends. Instead, what I really want to do for you guys is I want to share my lessons from the experiences, because ultimately there's a level of ownership that comes, um, when you decide to, to become a coach, when you decide to become a parent, when you want to be a good person, you have to get to this level of ownership. And so I am not here to in any way, shape or form ever say that the reason my husband and I separated was a one-way street. Everything is a two-way street. Everything, I hurt him, he hurt me. We both did, we both made a series of stupid mistakes. Um, some which were forgiven, some which were not able to be forgiven. That's the basis of it. But my my knowing is that this is something that everyone is going to go through in their life. We're going to go through stages in our friendships and our relationships with our parents, our siblings, and with our you know, our closest, nearest and dearest partners, um, husbands, wives, and, and our children. Every person that we love, every person that we deeply care for, it is highly likely that we are going to do something to hurt the people around us and you know that good old saying goes hurt people hurt people and all those different things Um, it's very likely especially if you are young and you haven't yet gotten into the depths of a relationship it's very likely that you are going to hurt the people around you it's very likely that you're going to make mistakes you are going to do things that in five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 40 years that you are going to still regret that you are going to have hanging over your head. My aim with people is number one is to really just break down the stigma of believing that there are perfect people out there that don't make mistakes because behind every shiny profile and every fake persona that you meet and see on the street, behind every single judgment you will ever experience, there is just another human looking back at you who's fucked up, who's made mistakes, who's done things that they think that they deeply wish they didn't do. And I can tell you from experience that I am one of those people. I have made mistakes that I am, you know, deeply, deeply ashamed of. I have made mistakes that have made me question myself to the core. And I know that most people can agree if they really were honest with themselves, they have done stupid shit too. They have made mistakes too. Would you not agree? I'm not. i not sure if I spoke about this, but in my five people membership portal where I do my Monday night masterclasses, we spoke about judgment a few weeks ago and, and I said, you know, the worst judgment we ever receive is from ourselves because we hold down this, this guilt and this shame and this pain And within that group, I asked people, I said, if you are brave enough and you want to get something off your chest, I want to know, um, what's the worst thing you've ever done? What's the thing that you feel is the worst thing you've ever done? And wow, the responses were insane. You know, there was such a variety of responses. Um, I say insane, not because of the craziness of what was written, but the truth was, Every single person who shared was received their comments that the comments that came back, everything that they shared was received with non judgment, with love, with support, and I'm sure that so many people in that group were like, "I've just done the same thing. I can't believe someone else is just like me." Ah, and so yeah, I um. I've got this big post written in my phone, which I was going to share a few weeks ago. And I feel as though at one point I will, I'm being very elusive again, but I'm in an elusive point in my life because it's very difficult to talk a hundred thousand percent openly about everything, as I'm sure you can understand. But, um, with, with all respect for the people around me, but I want you guys to know that the reason, and I know there's a lot of questions, but there is no one reason a marriage breaks down. There is no one reason that we got to the point of separation, but there is something that I really want to share with you guys today as a lesson that I've learned and something that I see coming up with so many people. And and when it comes to a matter of love and intimacy, man, it's crazy, isn't it? How we can be so in love and fall so deeply for somebody, yet those are the people that we tend to hurt the most. And it does make me emotional because it's it's confusing. It's really confusing. I wish someone could crack the code on why we seem to do it. And then on top of that, the person that we are meant to love the most, which is ourselves, God, do we hurt ourselves so deeply, continuously in this life. And it just seems to make no sense, but we keep doing it. I wrote a post on social media this week which said, the best coaches are those who can see the people who did them the most harm with compassion. So the best coaches are those who can see the people who did them the most harm with compassion. And it's interesting because I've been working with so many people and over the years of coaching people, I've, I've coached a lot of up and coming coaches and most people who are coaches, are, you know, we, we're called as, as I'm a, I'm a possibility agent now, if you didn't know, that's my new title. But, um, you know, for those who, who have worked with me, they will know, like, and the the coaches, when you, when you decide to become a coach, you've got to, you've got to step up and take massive levels of ownership for every area of your life. And you've actually got to learn the lessons you deeply don't want to learn. And I said this, I've said this, oh gosh, maybe 10 times this week. I I said years ago, I want it all. I want everything. I want all of it. I want it all. And this week I'm like, fuck, I got it. I got everything. I got the highest of highs and I got the lowest of lows. And now... I'm sitting in a space, to be honest, where although I have these days where I am just so freaking happy and I feel in flow and I feel absolutely deeply in love with my life and with myself and I feel so deeply driven with my purpose um, and I know that I stand now in, in a space of integrity. I know that for me, I have a depth I have a depth of consciousness. I have a depth within my soul. I stand in integrity. I do what I say. I do not lie to people, steal from people. I do not do any of those things. I I feel like I've got a really beautiful presence and, and I feel like that playfulness and that humour and all of those things that I, I kind of lost a little bit in the last few years are coming back. But then I have other days where I just feel so deeply confused and sad and I feel so lost and I just think, man, why did I need it all? Why didn't I just want my 50% of everything? (laughs) But the number one thing that I focus on moving ahead is how I can lead with love because leading with love and having compassion are two of the hardest things. And it all starts with our, with ourself. It all starts with how much we love and care for ourself. I, um, I went down this really awful rabbit hole this week of just starting to think like of everything that I've experienced. Maybe it's me that's the problem. You know, I started to scrutinize my body. I started to scrutinized the way I talked. I started to think maybe I just wasn't good at anything. Maybe everything was just a big fat lie. Maybe I deserved all of the things I, all of the terrible things I feel I've experienced. And oh my God, it was just such an awful place to be. And I felt that happening. And then I asked myself really quickly, if you were leading with love, would this even be a thought you would have in your head? And the answer was no. The answer was a very firm no. If I was leading with love, I would not beat myself up. I would look at myself in the mirror and say, Jess, it's okay. You made some mistakes, but you are human. And it's not about the mistakes. It's about how we recover from the mistakes. And it's about how we stick to our word. And it's about how we operate from a place of presence and love and purpose. It's about operating from a place where we know who we are and we stand by our own integrity. And we go into a new level of consciousness and awareness. We have a new level of soul connection when we lead with love. The thing is, is that everything in my mind that, um, Every single thing in my mind that leads me to beat myself up and do all those things, they don't align with love. They don't align with a higher level of consciousness or a soul connection. And everything that's going on in this world at the moment, it's, it's all because of one single thing. It's, it's happening because there are people on this planet that are not leading with love there are people on this planet that have not understood what it means to have a depth a, a depth a soul connection with themselves a worthiness with themselves they have been taken off track by the people around them and that is why we have the racism we have the big pharma trying to earn billions and billions of dollars off the covid virus That is why we have this human trafficking problem. That is why there is so much crime. There is so many people being mistreated. There are so many people with depression and anxiety and feelings of hopelessness because we've gotten here because there is a lack of love. There is a lack of compassion. And so... My message for you guys today is just focus on how you can lead with love, primarily for self, but for everyone around you. And I know that there are times when I do not lead with love. I feel it creep in so often. I feel my myself get cranky or emotional. I feel myself get my back up. I feel my ego coming in and I feel like storming around the house and, um, yelling and screaming and you know fighting fire with fire fighting fire with fire is the worst fucking thing you can do especially in a relationship because whenever we're in a relationship and this is something I've learned a lot in the last couple of years but even in this last week or two I've I'm still like it's still coming up and I'm still really working through it for myself is uh, we get the decision on how we react or how we respond and a response is always the way. I actually spoke to Scarlett about this the other day. My, Scarlett's my eight-year-old and we were talking about something and a, and a thing that was happening and I said, oh, I think that person is very reactive at the moment and I feel that what needs to happen is we need to always move into a place of responding with kindness, love, and compassion versus reacting. And reacting is a is a place where we often make mistakes. Would you agree? I do. I definitely agree with that. When we react, we don't think. We just fight fire with fire, right? Anywho, um, so I said to Scarlett, I said, what do you think is the difference between reacting and responding? And she was like, oh, that's easy. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Tell me, tell me. And she said, reacting is when you're angry, when you yell, when you do things that you regret, when you don't think about your actions and when you're rude to people. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I said, what's responding? And she said, responding is just knowing you're so worthy of yourself and responding is being calm and kind. And I'm like, well, 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 if an eight-year-old can get it, why can't we? And so this week I really want to encourage you guys to do a couple of things. I want to encourage you guys to do something that I have started doing again. I teach this to my clients and it's something that um, – I come back to again and again, I come back to a lot myself and I, am I'm here like human as fuck taking all ownership for the fact that I still work at this stuff myself every day. Even this morning, I questioned some of my behavior and I thought, what has got me to this point? Why did I do that reaction? Why couldn't I have just led with love? um, and you know, it frustrates me a lot. Like a lot of the time I get so frustrated at myself because I still haven't mastered this art, but I know that I'm better than I was a year ago. And I'm way better than I was three or four years ago. And I'm way better than I was five years ago. So it's, it's a constant thing, guys. So don't beat yourself up. Just know that there are tools, but this is something I really, I teach my clients. And I also really I'm honing in on myself at the moment, which hopefully will help you is that when I feel a reaction coming on, when I feel I'm not able to respond or lead with love, when that awareness is there where I go, okay, I I don't know if I'm responding how I'd like to be, what I do is I count three, two, one. And so I breathe and I count in my head before words come out of my mouth. If it's a text message, now anyone who's been through a breakup or a divorce or a separation or a fight, you know what I'm talking about, right? The back and forth, the texting, the barraging, the all that. You know how many times I've sat and stared at that screen and just wanted to fucking let loose? Like literally keyboard warrior, to the people I love and how many times I've asked myself, am I leading with love right now? Is this loving? Is this compassionate? How is this serving me? Am I leaning into narcissistic behavior? Am I leaning into ego driven behavior? I've got a whole podcast on narcissism and the fact that every single one of us are narcissists in one way or another. So when it comes to communication, When it comes to everything you do to communicate, I want you to ask yourself this question, am I leading with love? What impact am I having on the people around me? And how does that make me feel? Because I know that for me when I go and I react and I get angry, I did it this morning and I'm angry at myself right now for it, I feel ill my heart beats faster, I start to get this uneasy, icky feeling inside of me and I don't like it. The emotions and the past trauma that I allow to take over inside of me is not worth it. I think about things from the past, I then react and respond in a way that I wish I didn't I get upset and angry and I cry and I fight and I do all these things because for one millisecond it serves me. And then for the next hour I feel regret, I feel anger, I feel my physiology change because a thought can actually trick your brain into believing you are experiencing it again. So every time you rehash that thing that happened, Oh, but he did this, this, and 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 then he did that, and then there was that time three years ago that happened. Trust me, I've got it all. I'm, I'm living it, and I'm sure my ex is living it too. You, you relive those thoughts over and over in your head of the mistakes people made, of the hurt you caused somebody, of the time you had that argument, of those feelings, and your body starts to imagine it. And goes into fight or flight. Even as I talk to you guys about it, I can feel it. Your body goes into fight or flight and your body goes, oh my God, this is no good. I can't do this. This is too difficult. It's heavy. And so what I want you guys to do is I want you to practice the three, two, one, the three, two, one. Am I leading with love? Am I coming from a place of compassion and understanding? Is this the version of my higher self and best self or is this me playing into my childlike behavior? Is this playing into my ego? Am I being a narcissist right now? Am I in fact now creating problems? And when messaging, texting, conversing with people, same thing goes, emailing. What's the tone? How is this coming across? Hold back from writing things and doing things that are not loving. And this is super important for anyone. I got hundreds and hundreds of messages from women saying, I'm going through the similar experience to you. I'm having a separation. I want to leave my husband. He's left me, blah, blah, all the different different things. And I get it. There's a lot of people going through things at the moment. And I genuinely feel that this is the problem. I genuinely feel that if we could teach our children this concept at an early age and we could actually role model it, we would have a very different generation coming through in 10 or 20 years' time. If we could genuinely role model that we lead with love, man, like we're probably still going to make mistakes but they're probably going to be... Um, less dramatic, <laughs> probably going to be more forgivable, probably not going to need to put people through pain if we're leading with love. But so often we don't. So often we lead from places that are ugly, from trauma. You know, I get it. I understand it. This is what I coach people on 24-7. You know, it's like, as a child, this happened. I was taught this blueprint. I was shown this way of, of living. I now attract people into my life that self-serve me, that give me what I need. I now act a certain way because I feel entitled, because I was hurt as a kid, because my parents did this or that, because I was shown a blueprint that I don't now like, but I'm repeating it. And then I go and I find people who I can trauma bond with and who I can bitch and moan with. And then I hurt the people I love and then I wonder why I'm so fucking unhappy. This is like rampant and the more that people open and expand their awareness and consciousness, the more that people are saying, not good enough, don't want this life anymore. I need to get away from these patterns. But the beautiful thing is is that if we lead with love, then we are going to win we are going to win for ourselves, we're going to win for our children. My biggest thing at the moment is the co-parenting, that's, that's my, you know, my new uh, reality. And when I think about that, I'm often asking myself the question, what can I do that's in the best interest of the kids? And you know, one thing that we've been doing, and we aren't, we aren't great at it yet, we're getting there. But we're trying to have time together as a family of four. Um, so me and my hubby, and the kids, um, you know, us all together, instead of them just being with him and just being with me. um, I don't know. I'm not an expert, but I feel as though they like it. I feel as though they like to see us getting along. And I know that Scarlett said to me, even yesterday, she said, I'm just so happy to see you happy mama. And I was like, me too, honey. And I I was reminded that I made the right decision, although it was one of the hardest decisions I've ever made, because I can see that my children are watching me in such a more calm and peaceful state. Whew, wow. It's such an interesting time for me. But guys, I just I want you guys to know that everything that we go through in our life is, is it is figure-outable. Is that a word? Figure outable um everything that causes us pain is there to help us grow we are not able to like have all the joy and have all the extreme highs without experiencing the sadness and the lows it's just not how life works but, gosh, I tell you, if we could if we could just transfer the energy that we spend so much time on in terms of the pain and the suffering and transfer that into a loving state and really understand that the people who cause the most harm to us, other than the people like outside of us, you know, from our childhood or our partners, it's really ourself. And so, to receive love, to be able to give love wholly, we need to do that for ourselves. Have some compassion for yourself and the mistakes you've made. Be like, it's okay. What matters now is what I do today and every day moving ahead. Have some love for yourself. Be kind, be gentle. Treat yourself like a queen or a king. Show up in every element of your life that way. Follow a path that aligns with your values. Do things that you love. Treat your body as though it is the most important thing. Nourish your body. Move your body. Love your body. Be sensual and sexual with your body. Do all the things that we should be doing. Look at your finances and your belongings and have extreme appreciation for them. Have structure and discipline and integrity around your word. Step into your confidence in every way possible all the time. And if you are not able to do that, then get to the bottom of it because life is not worth living, feeling, sadness and guilt and shame and keeping yourself small. Life is worth living full of love and joy because love is all we need. Love is the only way and it all comes with first giving it to ourselves. Have a beautiful beautiful week guys. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag theabundancehub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.